questions you always had, the answers you were never given, the place to seek the truth. Welcome to Veritas. Tonight, on the premiere of Season 16 of Veritas, we offer an empowering journey with the one and only Neil Kramer, a British teacher, writer, and speaker, specializing in the fields of theology, esotericism, and philosophy. In this enlightening discussion, we embark on a journey of profound exploration, delving into critical topics that challenge our perceptions and invite us to think independently. Our exploration begins with the provocative question, who are God's people? Neil offers his insights, emphasizing the importance of individual thought and sovereignty. We then examine media manipulation and its impact on public opinion, criticizing mainstream media for prioritizing emotions over truth. Neil emphasizes the need to be a discerning detective when seeking credible information. Our journey also takes us into the spiritual realm, where we explore spiritual judgments and identity in Israel. Neil sheds light on the concept of spiritual Israel, where one's connection with God transcends ancestry. We delve into the diverse ethnic and cultural history of Israel, highlighting its rich heritage and the significance of struggle in shaping its identity. Our conversation extends to religious pluralism and the relationship between Zionism and modern Israel, challenging conventional notions of a holy land. We also delve into the historical and religious aspects of the Israeli-Palestinian conflict, emphasizing its complexities and historical context. Neil's exploration expands to include the concept of black sites, their role in global power dynamics, and their spiritual implications. Our dialogue ranges from political and social issues to historical figures and the transformative impact of travel on one's perspective. We underscore the paramount importance of truth and balance in our world. Neil encourages discernment, compassion, strength, and a commitment to seeking truth. Join us for this enlightening conversation with as we kick off the landmark Season 16 premiere of Veritas. Neil Kramer is coming up next. Welcome to Veritas. If this is your first time listening, welcome home. To access tonight's full interview and all of our exclusive material, simply join the Veritas Plus family by clicking on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. And while you're there, don't forget to check out the Veritas store for a range of great products, including focused life force energy. Experience the power of FLFE with a 15-day free trial today. No credit card required. Discover the Veritas Digest series on Amazon. Multiple volumes, each unveiling the truths they don't want you to know. It's more than just reading. It's an awakening. Secure your copies today. If you're looking to get in touch with Mel, have a guest suggestion, or would like to provide feedback, simply click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. So sit back, relax, and enjoy tonight's show. And now here's your host, Mel Hostelrick. His website is neilkramer.com, and directly from the Pacific Northwest, I'd like to welcome our good friend, Neil Kramer. Hello, Neil, and welcome back to Veritas on another season premiere, season, season 16. Hi, Mel. It's lovely to be with you. It always is, but thank you again for inviting me. I, don't, I don't, never take this for granted. It's always a great pleasure, and 
I hope we've got some, uh, you know, hot topics for your listeners today. And nor do I. And always, you know, I feel a little bit guilty because we don't we don't talk that often throughout the year. And no, I still no. remember vividly the last time we spoke. It feels like yesterday. It feels like I've been talking to you for, you know, the past 15 weeks. But, you know, we don't talk that often. But when we come back, it's almost like riding a bicycle again. I know. I know. I know. Well, we perhaps we can do something about that one day. But I know, like myself, you're a, you're a busy guy. You've got your, your plate full and I have too. So we, we've got a reason for it. But, yeah, it's always a pleasure to... Reconnect just feels like, as you say, we did it five minutes ago. So no hard feelings that we don't talk that often then? <laughs> no, none at all. Okay. No, none. Well, Neil, who are God's people? Because that's a, the big question lately with what's happening in the Middle East with Israel and Palestine. A lot of people think, oh, that's God's people there. So who are God's people? You don't want to start there? Yeah, well, I'll tell, I tell you, it's, it's a great question. I, I know that we discussed that that was something I was interested in talking about. There's a lead up to that. There's a lead up to that. And I, I guess one of the things that we should do first is to say, you know, if we were asking a question like that, who, who is God's people? Where do we get that information from? Where where do most people get that from? You say, well, the news, the Bible, what websites, documentaries, commentaries, what? I mean, let's let's start with where most people get their information from, which is the the media, right? The news. And you have to ask yourself, especially now with all the things going on in the world, a really basic question. What is the news? You know, who is providing that information? And are the sources and the journalists and the accounts you receive and, you know, the accounts of events, are they reliable? Are they impartial? Are they honest? Are they like brimming with integrity? In other words, is the information we're getting real or or not? And when you look at this, you know, very soberly and very seriously and above all with unflinching honesty you have to confront one very inescapable and really shattering reality which is this the mainstream media the legacy media as you could call them these days the old outdated mainstream media is an intelligence operation and it has been from its inception so That's the first thing. We we don't have news. We have an intelligence operation. It's not meant to deliver news, whatever news source you can think of. It's just not. It's meant to to, to deliver something else, something quite different, which is something that shapes your emotions. And And think about it. The legacy media have had the newspapers and the radio and the TV and whatnot forever. And they've had the internet since its inception, about, what, 25 years or whatever. And these you know, colossal mass media corporations just kind of shouting out one way to essentially an anonymous mass public. And it's a public that once believed everything they said or most things they said and just went along with it. But of course, now slowly, slowly, very slowly, this that public is beginning to disbelieve them. And that's the problem for the bad guys. That's the problem because there are bad guys. There are good guys. And the bad guys mostly have had the media. And, you know, it's people are waking up to the fact that it's not true, a lot of it. But for now, this, this imperial intelligence operation, which we'll call the legacy media, it still deceives a good number of people. And, you know, the funny thing is, and I'd say this for sure personally, most people don't care very much about what's true. They actually want stories. I'll, I'll tell you what I mean by that. And me, imperial media, empire, as I call it, you know, this deep state 
internationalist, you know, organization, which is, you know, quite, quite a, a serious problem in the world, you know, quite a big thing. This empire, as I said, this human administration of a negative supernatural force, the deep state, the cabal, the control system, the beast system, whatever, it, it, has, it has an object in mind, which is to bring a sense of hopelessness to people. Not death, not depopulation, that's not what it is, because it's essentially a supernatural uh, force. It has human administrators, but it's a supernatural force with negative supernatural things behind it. And any materialist listen to this, you know, tune out now, bye-bye. But that's, that's the reality. And anyone who doesn't factor in the supernatural into politics, you, you're missing out. You're missing half the picture. You'll never have the picture if you don't do that. So this, this imperial media operation knows most people are not interested in what's true. They're not. They say they are, but they're not. They're interested in stories. So the deception is not just to mimic real news. It's to replace news altogether with something else, to, to gradually persuade people away from even wanting news. And instead, they get accustomed to these stories, fairy tales, and have that, you know, Empire wants that accepted as the sort of contemporary modernistic replacement for any past sense of impartial chronicles of reality. They don't, they don't want that anymore. Instead, they want people to say, just give us a movie. Give us a movie with actors and scripts and pretend things. And that's what the media does. The legacy media, the mainstream media, it pretends. Like the BBC did in wartime, the, the blueprint for international news media, the BBC, it was an open propaganda tool. And after the war ended, the Second World War in 1945, the BBC just didn't stop with the propaganda. They carried on and they realized it was more effective than anything else in controlling people. So this artificial news has a very solid track record of lying to people about the biggest things you can think about. Okay. So be even, before we even talk about God and Israel and stuff, just remember that, that this media, this news has no interest in giving you genuine information about anything. Think about it. Remember AIDS? Do you remember that? A world-ending problem that never actually arose, did it? Does that sound familiar? Of course. Does that sound familiar in recent times like COVID? They knowingly deceived everyone. They scared the world half to death. They shocked and exaggerated and lied. And I'll say it like this, the dread is the weapon, not an illness, not a vaccine, not a virus, if there even are such things. The weapon is the dread. And remember that with AIDS, anyone can get AIDS anytime, and it was a death sentence. That proved to be total garbage. Remember Iraq and weapons of mass destruction? Remember that? Sure. The, the dread of it, that's the weapon. The dread of that was the weapon. And it turned out to be complete lies which is now conclusively proven, though no one cares anymore. Things have moved on so fast, no one gives a hoot. But the, the irrefutable facts remain in place, despite any of this. They lied to us about 9-11, about Al-Qaeda, about you know the war on terror and all that, all fake. They lied to us about ISIS. Remember that? Who talks about that anymore? No one. They continue to lie to us about mass shootings and school shootings, most of which are fake. And they lie to us about Black Lives Matter and riots and Russia and what election integrity, vaccines, the Ukraine. 
Remember that, Ukraine? What was that? Where's that? No one cares anymore. It's deception, right? But here's the thing. No one cares anymore, but we're still sending billions of dollars. That's right. They're not pretending it's news. It's a story. And people like stories. They don't give a shit that it's not real. They just don't. So considering all this, as I say, before we even begin to think about what's really happening with Israel and Palestine, what on earth makes anyone think for one second that the legacy media is going to suddenly stop its entire raison d'etre, its reason for existence, and do a total 180 and suddenly give you genuine information about Israel and Palestine? What makes anyone think that's happening? It's not. So let me say this very plainly to the listeners. The legacy media is not delivering you news about Israel and Palestine. What you're receiving is narratives, tales, ideas, pictures, sort of floating jigsaw pieces that don't ever make a real whole picture. Never. They're not supposed to. What they're supposed to do is make you feel certain things, pain, fear, anger, dread. Like I say, dread, dread is the weapon. And you see that pattern, the dread of looming nuclear war, the dread of a new pandemic, the dread of chemtrails that you apparently can't do anything about, the dread of you know a coming financial collapse, the dread of imminent food and water shortages, right? Starvation, dehydration, imagine that in modern the modern world. The dread of riots coming to your city, the dread, as I say, of some pending mass illnesses, the dread, the dread, the dread. I say again, the dread is more effective than the thing that is dreaded. And the media twists that knife in your guts at every opportunity. Like the usual suspects, BBC, CNN, Fox, GB News, which could have been good but isn't, New York Times, New York Post, Daily Mail, Infowars, Newsmax, OANN, all of them, left, right, all of them. A few do it, they twist that dread knife because it's fashionable. But most do it because they're told to do it. They're obeying orders. It's not, and again, it's, it's, so it's not news. You have to rename that in your mind. You know, when the newspaper is opened or these days the, the TV or the internet or you look at a website, it's not news. So when, you, you know, the old times in England, they say, now, ladies and gentlemen, the six o'clock news. You've got to replace that in your mind with the newsreader saying, and now, ladies and gentlemen, it's the six o'clock stories. Which brings me to the next thought on this. So I'm working around to your question, who are God's people? With, with those legacy media broadcasts, the other complicated thing, because they still operate in this mainstream media legacy, you see three very different like streams of actuality that intertwine with each other. And I'll, I'll explain what I mean by that. Mostly when you hear stories about Israel and Palestine, say, but, you know, especially like violent, emotionally gripping things, like I say, a school shooting, terrorist incident, wars, and so on. What you're really seeing is, is three very separate streams of information presented as one cohesive river, say. But the source of those streams, where they're coming from, is very, very different, very, very different. So let's take uh, Israel and Palestine as an example for a moment. You've got three streams of information happening. Number one, Natural, spontaneous, real killing. That is, you know, independent, extremist, real people killing other real people. That's your first stream, natural. Your second stream is unnatural, engineered, real killing. 
And by that, I mean totally manufactured, state-sponsored, false flag, intelligence operation-owned, real people killing real people. That's also happening. And then you've got, just for complication, a third stream, which let's say, let's call it theatrical, CGI, fictional killing, completely artificial, no extremism, no real people, no one killed, right? Three streams, natural, unnatural, theatrical. They're all playing at the same time and being presented as one picture. And they're not one picture. And I would say, I've been watched this you know, pattern play out over the last, what, 30 years of observing it as an adult. What we were getting with the Ukraine and with Israel and Palestine, as I say, is all three. All three streams, natural stuff, unnatural stuff, and completely theatrical fiction. And I'd say the emphasis is on unnatural and theatrical, not on real, not. So what is it, what it's extremely unwise to do, therefore, at least if you're in charge of your faculties, that is, what you cannot do is throw yourself onto the like emotional funeral pyre and wail into the wind like a demented banshee when you see some totally unknown intelligence operation stories about bombed hospitals, about mutilated babies, about captives and hostages and so on. You know, these apparent human dramas, however real you think it looks, it would be foolish and deeply irresponsible, would it not, to just go along with entirely unconfirmed stories delivered by provably evil people. Very ill-advised, wouldn't it, to do something like that? Very ill-advised indeed to get yourself in an emotional twist over something that's absolutely, as far as you're concerned, unsubstantiated. And if, if you're reacting emotionally to unknown stories, frankly, empire has you. It's got you. You're doing exactly what it wants you to do. I'm standing with Israel. I'm standing with the Ukraine. I'm standing with Palestine. It wants you off center, sad, angry, standing with somebody. Who it is, they don't care. Having stupid flags and stickers and emblems on your car or your Facebook page or your window or something. This flag or that flag, these colors. Really, really, really stupid children's stories. So th- this, is, this is what people do, and Empire knows this. They get their information third hand. They are what you might think of as peripheral learners, which is an old phrase from the 1970s. That is people who never actually bother to verify anything for themselves. They don't examine, they don't explore, they don't analyze, they never think deeply and do the work for themselves. What they do is they repeat what other people have said when it feels good to them. They they trust someone else, some external authority to provide the story, and then they just go along with it. They repeat the words, the phrases, the slogans. They have the badges on the social media, on the car. And you know what? It's a fashion. That's all it is. It's a short-lived fashion statement. And they they might even watch a few documentaries or listen to some shite on NPR or the BBC, the sort of pompous false decorum diarrhea you hear spewed all over the place. They might read some text even. They might do. And they think that that somehow constitutes corroboration their five minutes of reading and listening. It doesn't. And this is the peripheral learner who just goes along with things that they haven't actually investigated. And I'd say just to put up, what's the positive then? What can you say? Well, what should we do? 
because that's a grim picture. It is a grim picture. The only shot you have at Real News Today. Thank you for listening. To unlock the full two-hour interview, including video formats, downloads, transcripts, exclusive articles, and more, subscribe to Veritas Plus now. Gain access to our entire archive dating back to 2008. Just click subscribe at veritasradio.com. Because you don't want to believe, you want to know. Subscribe now. To listen to the rest and all of our exclusive material, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or join the Veritas Plus family by subscribing. Click on the subscribe button at veritasradio.com. Don't forget to visit the Veritas store for focused life force energy. Get a 15-day free trial today with no credit card required. And if you want to get in touch with Mel, want to be a guest on this radio program, have a guest suggestion, or have feedback, just click on the contact button on our website at veritasradio.com. Now, proceed to the Veritas Plus member section or subscribe to listen to the rest of the interview. You don't want to miss it because you don't want to believe. You want to know. What are you waiting for? Subscribe now at veritasradio.com.